2: Good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. What a beautiful day. Yeah. What a difference a uh, a week makes. Uh. <laughs> Well, last Saturday. Well, last Saturday was okay. Yeah. But uh, Sunday was. Uh, you did good getting us in ah, that. It was. pretty. We could have been sat out here and enjoyed the snow.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, it snowed quite a bit uh, north of here. Yeah, uh, it's west w- of here.
2: Yeah, we saw lots of pictures. Uh, yeah. Old Dennis got a lot of snow and. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, he's in Austin. Yeah, he's in Austin. Sorry. And but, Johnson City Joe got a lot of snow, I think? Yeah. Yeah. That kind of rhymes. Johnson City Joe got a lot of snow. Don't you know Johnson City Joe got... Okay. Well,
3: uh, he he made it through because I got a email from him. We we'll were talking about Yeah, it right yeah. Here. So uh, I guess he didn't get out in the snow and get covered
2: up or, or lost or something. No, I think he's okay. <laughs> Trace, Trace is on the line with us. Hey, what's going on, Trace? Let's yeah. see if I got you. Good morning. I do, I got you. Good afternoon, good morning, good afternoon, whatever. Good it's always, day. It's always morning until it's time for me to go to sleep, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Things are uh, cooking here. It's a beautiful day out at the nursery. Lots yeah. of sun. I don't know if Calvin can spot a cloud in the sky, but we don't see one.
0: Got in some real pretty uh, pansies and yeah, right. and violas.
2: Really?
3: Oh. You got some more violas? We did get some more violas. All right. And uh, as I was walking up, it's still a few. I got a few uh, white-blue bonnets
0: left. A few. Uh, let's see. We got in uh, four-and-a-half-inch strawberries this week. Yeah, I saw and them. Now, I we, now we've <laughs> got uh, four and a four-and-a-half-inch hanging basket and one-gallon.
3: Yeah, you've You've got a whole table full of them, though. Yep. They're pretty. The
0: well, one-gallons actually have three plants per, so that's kind of a, they sound like a pretty, now. Pretty good deal. You sound <laughs> like Jerry now. good deal. I didn't say
3: separated. Uh, okay, that's true.
2: That's and
3: uh, uh, strawberries uh, at this time of year, even even if we have a pretty hard
0: frost, uh, it won't freeze them. Won't nope, freeze them. but I still protected them.
3: Oh yeah, well yeah.
0: But some of those baskets actually have strawberries on them. Yeah. yeah,
3: if they if
4: they have the the plants on them, I My, mean the flowers on them. Mine had uh, strawberries on them, but somebody ate them. What? Uh, as I passed through the. Oh,
3: okay. I see. <laughs> yeah, that happens. Those two-legged Strawberry environments. Strawberry precious. Uh, I, I used to grow them in a hanging basket. They're beautiful in a hanging basket. And uh, that way you don't have to bend over and pick them. Right. And
0: the roly-polies can't find them. <laughs> the roly-polies can't jump that high. And it's very unlikely the squirrel going to be able to get it in a hanging basket too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. i got yeah, pretty acrobatic
3: yeah. squirrels. Yeah, you guys
4: got a different squirrels.
3: <laughs> But the, uh, the roly-polies are the ones that will that'll get will tear it up. But some people, after they pick a strawberry that's been a fourth eaten by roly-polies, won't eat it. I don't understand that. Well, I, Why gener- that? I generally
4: spit out the roly-polies. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. But
3: uh, <laughs> you knock the roly-polies off, they just been eaten... Uh, yeah, You could cut that section off.
0: But you don't know where those roly polies have been. Oh, good! I've it. seen them eating stuff. To, uh,
4: oh, good! Yeah. On, the on their it, legs and. This is. This they're is not brothers. This is a guy that. This is a guy that uh, has. Uh, is trying to train cockroaches. I mean, this house, yeah. What are you trying to
2: train? <laughs> wow, you've got him trained already. <laughs> No, they're not disciplined. Oh, no, they left. They got. Shut, they got <laughs> tired of his training system and left the house too. I understand. Yeah.
3: say yeah. the prettiest thing I saw walking up was that spinach. It's nice. The four, four, uh, that four and a half inch.
0: Yeah, and then there's. Uh, and some, it's huge. Some nice lettuce out there too. This Ooh, is, this is yeah, it sure is. And uh,
3: then, this has been the perfect weather for spinach. It, uh, it, all it, winter.
4: it sure has, and and mm. I've never seen it. Reproduces. You know, I, I harvest the leaves, yeah. and I always say, well, only take a third of the leaves. Yeah. But, but then, with the weather like this, you can <laughs> easily take a half, and they'll be back on there. Oh,
3: area. yeah. I talked to, uh, do you fertilize yours? Yours? So yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's something that we haven't mentioned quite a bit. But uh, I was talking to a guy that was growing some spinach, and I took them down south here. And uh, he says, and I, I took them small plants eh, a month ago or less, and uh, he said that they can't keep up with that spinach uh, harvesting it. Huh? And he, he carries of uh, crates to the chef. They have a chef out there. And uh, cuts, cuts those leaves. He got them growing inside and outside. Uh, inside the greenhouse, covered greenhouse, and outside, but uh, he says they've just been fantastic. Yeah,
4: yes, it has been a wonderful year yeah. for. Now he uh, uses he
3: uses a lot of osmocote. Oof-ta. Uh And uh, <laughs> I imagine copious amounts. What, yeah, yeah. Well,
4: yeah I, 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 I more copious than the, I. They're, they're planted oh in God. osmocote. That's <laughs> super, yeah, yeah, osmocote. I, I, I rely on our uh, ten, uh Ten cups of uh, slow-release <laughs> lawn fertilizer per hundred square feet. Yeah, that, that, that preliminary prior to planting, and then, then one I side-dressed one time with uh, some. Yeah, ice. Uh,
3: yeah, remember that uh, that spinach is a uh, trench is a, a leafy crop, and uh, you need nitrogen Bushy. at first number to uh, grow a lot of good spinach. Now this spinach that that they got for sale out here is uh is already dark green. It's real dark green, and uh, and growing rapidly. So if you put it in a well fertilized area, uh, I bet that spinach will go to, well. It depends on the weather, but uh, probably into uh, April, April or May, probably May. Huh.
4: Well, let's uh, write that down so that we can hold him
0: responsible.
4: <laughs> April or... I'm, I'm thinking if this...
0: It's yeah, a big way, range, though, so yeah. he's protected himself quite well. <laughs> <laughs> I not once said it would be edible no, just, for April or May.
3: Remember, no, spinach doesn't get bitter.
0: No, but it, gets, it does, but it does it's get not, aphids.
3: It's not lettuce.
0: But it does get it's not aphids. Lettuce.
3: Oh. Uh, but anyway, the... Uh, <laughs> What was I gonna say? Oh yeah, the uh, spinach should do well uh, up up at the late. And remember, spinach is the most nutritious edible greens that we have.
4: It
2: says that you
4: can grow. It, 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 it's the only green that he eats. So <laughs> yeah, it's a little biased. A, yeah. I notice little... I put edible in
2: there. Oh yeah, I think you. Greg were...
4: Grant, t-
3: teach me, told me about that because. Oh. You look up collards.
2: Yeah, and they have more nutrients.
3: They have more nutrients in them than spinach yeah. does. And it'll obviously grow well faster. But since you put edible in there, that that uh, narrows it down to spinach.
2: I think that, no, I think that may be just your opinion on that. <laughs> but uh, there are others that will call and disagree.
3: <laughs> Long you got plenty of bacon fat for them collards. Uh <laughs> But anyway, uh, uh, beautiful spinach. Uh, They really did a good job growing. Well, there's something
4: missing over there. I can't remember what it is. Is it 29 cent dianthus or?
0: There was very little left. Uh, (laughs) Oh, good. They all found homes. All right.
4: I'm anxious to get reports back
3: from, see how they do for people.
2: I still
0: see two flats of.
2: Oh, okay. (laughs) They're out there. I got I got mine both at home. And in the window of my uh, office, so we'll see. Yeah, the pansies are Still looking a good. What? Why are you looking at me that so way? I was
4: just trying to figure out how he's growing those big dianthus in the window of his office. Just yeah. A, just
2: a little pot, one one per pot. Oh, Little guy. has got lots of little buds on it, but nothing blooming yet. So well, we, got, we got our second truck of uh, bald and
0: burlap crate myrtle. <laughs> oh, All cool. Right. Good. And uh, we got a truck of uh, very large live oaks, so specimen size. And uh, next week we will get, uh, on Monday, we should get the last of the bald and burlap crape myrtles. And we tried an experiment this year. We're, okay. We're going to see how it works. But we took some of the bald and burlap. Instead of healing them, we put them in, like, 30-gallon pots so that we could see whether the transplanting was easier on them.
2: Oh, that's now, interesting.
0: Now, it's not a problem, but June, July, and yeah. August, yeah. it it might benefit us to have taken that extra 10 minutes per tree to uh, to heal it into a pot instead of yeah. in the ground.
3: Yeah, yeah. What does healing in mean?
0: Burying, I guess. Well, I mean, for our listeners. Well, it's taking a ball and burlap something or bare root something and getting the soil back up at around, the, it, at, yeah. around the root ball,
3: and then uh, hopefully it'll start the start the uh, young roots from the established tree root so to start. A, uh, that's where most of those grind, recycled grind Christmas out.
0: trees go. Just uh, FYI. Mm. So we we had oh, the grinder yeah. come in, grind up the first batch of trees, and a lot of that gets used back on those ball and burlap to to that's heal them good. in.
2: Are you still taking them? I know you. I, know. I
0: saw one come about an hour ago, so right? I'm not going to turn one away.
3: All right. <laughs> Are bald and burlap trees. Do they have? The, you know, they used to put burlap bags around the root ball, and then put a wire. So, they put uh, some hog wire. Some huh? have
0: wire. Some have uh, no wire. They have like a, a nylon. Like the crepe marbles have a nylon. Thing oh, that okay. Around. And, uh, and the they, uh,
3: they don't they don't put the wire around it to hold them.
0: I hate to find the wire around it. I think I it might be a little of both, but they they, <laughs> they put the nylon on there in a way where we can actually use a bobcat to oh okay uh, to move them around without okay. without stabbing the root ball or doing any damage. Okay, I was thinking if you put them in a larger
3: container, put potting mix around them, and they root they begin to root out in that container. Will you still have the wire there
0: around the roots? I don't remember there being wire on those. They use sheets of burlap now. Not, oh, okay. They pin okay. them, but uh, I don't remember seeing wire on any of the great okay. myrtles. The only thing that has to be removed would be that nylon, and again, that's yeah, they're just for us to be able to move them around.
3: Yeah, you can you can move those. You can tear that uh, nylon out or cut it off. Right. Okay, that's a good way to do it, and. Uh, I think last week we talked about uh uh they are some of the recommended uh varieties of Cramer the disease resistant
0: a lot of them yeah you said was, had, you had a lot of whites uh, well I mean the natchez the one the in order that they sell it's always gonna be like dynamite red rocket that's good then I'd say it's probably Natchez, then yeah. I'd probably go uh, Basham's party pink. And Tuscarora kind of tied, and okay. then um, then that purple, uh, uh, hot pink one. That, that uh, yeah, that, No, uh, <laughs> trying to remember. Is the purple. Is it? It's the same same series as the Red Rocket and Dynamite, the Whitcomb series. Uh, yeah, pink velour. Oh yeah, oh. yeah. All those are powder
3: mildew resistant, I think.
0: Especially so that matches. That uh, to me is the best one.
3: Yeah. But I mean. You've got a selection of those varieties. Is that what you're right. telling me? Yes. Okay. Good. Well, plus, that, plus that, other ones. That's that's pretty good. Uh, a cra- a crab myrtle doesn't have as large a root system as does a oak tree or some of your larger trees, right?
0: I would think the root system would be identical to the top of the tree. And, okay. then, and then some.
3: And how, how big are these trees, did you take?
0: I I didn't, but uh, <laughs> we, we buy them by height ranges, so 6, oh, okay. six to 8, 8 to 10, oh, okay. 10 to 12. I think there's some 12 to 14s out there, and then there's wow. some single trunks. <laughs> so do
3: y'all plant them, or oh, yeah. can a, home, a homeowner? Can sure
0: they can, if they, that? they they're they're Who's gonna, gonna to dig
3: have, a hole that big in there they're gonna have, rock? They're gonna have to have some equipment. But <laughs> do
0: y'all have to, Do y'all have
3: jackhammers and stuff to dig out rock?
0: Uh, we have to, and, and a lot of holes anyway.
3: Oh yeah, every cool. hole's
0: different, so mm-hmm. we never never take it for granted, but we always have one. But y'all do do that. Oh, we we can, can do that. We can do that.
3: Okay, that's a good idea. <laughs> I think this is the first. Is this the first year you've ever had? Uh, uh, large crab marbles like that?
0: The uh, first time we've ever had any uh, of the 12 pluses. Okay. Well, I didn't even say that, no, because we had some up on the hill that were were bigger.
3: Okay. I just don't remember I, us ever talking about it.
0: Well, we, for a long time we had that. We had one up there that was, uh, was a Tuscarora, <laughs> and it was 20 foot tall. And <laughs> oh, no. I, I would not put it past being... Seventy-five or better trunks. Wow.
3: Yeah, I, I love t- Tuscarora. It? <laughs> that is, it's that uh, dark pink, as I remember. But uh, it wasn't a good one. However, I think uh, in the hard freeze, it uh, took a little freeze damage. But it came back, of course. But Craig uh, uh, was hard to beat in any landscape.
2: And fruit trees and stuff? Are they all in now?
0: Uh, We're still missing some things, so I don't know if it's going to show up. when uh, The next time that would come in would be uh, when the roses come. I think it's the next time that that truck is, uh, that vendor's trucks are scheduled to come back. So I don't think they're going to show up for a few trees. So we don't know. Like uh, apricots, I think, for example, they didn't ship any. I just found that out.
2: But for the most part? For most part, yeah. Okay, good. All right.
0: I'd say 95% complete.
2: Good. You're did. not
3: going to get any apricots?
2: No, he's still trying. Unless it That's shows good. up with the roses. That's ah. good. <laughs>
0: There's <laughs> people out there that want apricots.
3: I know it. And they want them for year after year after year after year.
2: All right, so 210-308-8867. <laughs> 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. The number to call to be a part of today's show. And you've got stocks. I got my my my, my six. mighty six-pack? six no. packs No, we're still trying to think of a name. Yep. Maybe if we put some reverb behind it, super 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 six packs. Yep. I'll, I'll ask. Uh... Maybe. <laughs> we... Thank you. Very kind. Let's. Uh, yeah.
4: Can we uh, make a note uh, on the article? Yeah. Uh, we still got all those uh, uh, varieties that I mentioned in there. Case. I think
2: so. Okay, well, tell... Uh, what's Red, the article?
4: Red Baron. Oh, okay. Red, Red yeah. Baron's out there. June Gold. Pretty sure. And uh, Florida King. Pretty sure. And uh, what is the the one in the July, July, Jerry?
0: Uh, uh, let's see. The other good ones, La Feliciana yeah, is out that there. It. Tech that's the, yeah,
4: Tech Star. Yeah. La Feliciana. So uh, those are the ones I recommended, and I'm, <clears throat> hopefully they'll... I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Of, I mentioned that the these are everybody's favorite, and uh, they don't always stay in the nursery for a long time. So, oh, if okay. You want them, if you want them, get them fast.
3: Yeah, and uh, uh, we think the chill hours are going to be great. Probably. For, oh gosh. Probably for all.
4: Almost even, every, even
3: the la- uh, late mature. Yeah,
0: almost everything back there. Now we did get in some uh, very large pecans, which Ooh, we don't normally yeah. get stock. We got some, the smaller ones like normal, but uh, we got uh, two or three varieties of the the bigger ones, <laughs> like 45 gallon, but they're in boxes.
3: And then boxes, containers. And you know, y'all plant those too, right? Sure. Those. You bet. If they're in big
2: boxes, <laughs> you better get help.
0: Yeah, no. Without equipment, nobody's
2: moving that. Yeah. All right. Hang on. We'll keep talking in a moment. Uh, 210-308-8867. we got to take a break, and while we do, you give us a call. 210-308-8867. You're listening to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Trace Hazlett, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Wick, and we're back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. And uh, we, uh, uh, Al is back at the station, going to celebrate those January musical birthdays with us uh, all weekend. 210-308-8867, 210-308. 8867 toll free it's 866-308-8867 the number to call to be a part of the show and remember uh, if uh, it's bugging you so you need to call spider-man termite and pest control get rid of those roaches rats whatever you what? got absolutely unlike unlike jerry parsons uh <laughs> people there are some people who don't want those roaches in the house why not uh, they just don't. The They're par- so cute. Apparently, they carry disease. Oh, do not. They frighten people. I Look at me. <laughs> You're disease? The no. picture of health. <laughs> my my roaches even. Maybe we could add
4: a little space. <laughs> feet, a little yeah. Space
3: my my, my roaches even wear masks. Wow. That's All right. Well, again.
2: On. Not everybody can agree with you, Jerry. That's... And
3: roaches wouldn't be in your house, uh huh? Unless you were dropping trum- crumbs and stuff. Well, or floor. unless you
2: had it. This is this is a good segue because, or unless you had some way they were coming in, like I've heard uh, Spider-Man talk about weep holes or other things where the roaches were getting in, and that's what Spider-Man does. He looks at your home. And your problem holistically. Oh, so he's going to spray and treat, no, no, or, no, no, or for crazy. a small fee, he will box them up and give them to Jerry. <laughs> uh, you'll have to ask him about the Jerry Parsons roach special. And he's got uh, the good stuff, too. Yeah, he's got good stuff. He's got uh, all I kinds use. of good stuff. Yes, you, you use the stuff that glows. <laughs> but if the good stuff to you means organic, he's got that, too. So Spider-Man, Termite, and Pest Control. Um I always wondered why that dog glowed. So <laughs> when you turn off the light <laughs> a, dog, few, a few weeks the after. The dog's still running, Glowing? Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, Spider Man Termite and Pest Control, 210 656 3721. 210 656 3721. Go Pest Go SpidermanPest.com. All right. Our phone number, 210 308 8867. 210 308. Eighty-eight sixty-seven. Give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Uh, we can ask the rosary and the rose, uh, folks with the San Antonio Rose Society about that purple rose, I guess, if we want to. Yeah, if, unless yeah. Unless we're confident we got it. Angel something, what was it? Do you remember? Yeah. Angel dream or something like that. Something like that. Okay, 210-308-8867. What else you got going on over there?
3: Uh, my Spider-Man. Yeah. Upset me couple of weeks ago i know i listened to his advertisement that he did yeah and he's got something that sterilizes the rope. it
2: keeps him from from getting older yeah yeah isn't that sad i don't know well I, as i get as i get older that commercial is getting more and more appealing <laughs> you know, hmm, wait a minute stay young forever
3: that stuff keeps him keeps them from getting
2: older i think it keeps them from maturing Oh. There are people that say you haven't matured in quite a long time. (laughs) Have you you been hanging around Spider-Man?
3: So you mean if I use that product in my house, my roaches will live longer?
2: I don't know. That's a good question. You'll have to ask (laughs) Spider-Man. I'll get some of that. I think, yeah. We'll we'll get some clarity on that from Spider-Man. But if you you want a good pest control company that's going to take care of you, Spider-Man Pest Control is the man. Warren Remy and the guys over there. Uh, he even puts up with us. <laughs> he hasn't tried to get rid of us in a long time. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I'm
3: looking for my.
2: Did you? We talked about Calvin's article yeah. briefly, but we didn't talk about Calvin's article.
3: Well, we mentioned the varieties. But in... What's the nature of the article? It's, in the, it's uh, peaches. 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 Peaches, that's right.
4: Backyard peaches. And we rushed, rushed into it because.
2: Uh, no, we can't hear we you, had, Calvin.
4: You're not on the mic. We had a uh, conversation you. about uh, our favorite selections and the and the wonderful uh, chill hours we've had, that, uh, cool weather this year, and so we wanted uh, we we took it for that there there would be some some of these varieties would be available if we if you went oh, fast. I am. Yeah. <laughs> and these these are these are some uh pretty wonderful varieties uh oh, yeah. Florida King if you if you listen to the show you we've bragged on that uh, 3 4 years in a row we might even get some uh Morris plums Milton I know <laughs> you're so excited this is great yeah. <laughs> and with
3: that, I th- I think it, we need to find a source of of chilling hours for somebody that's uh Keeping chilling out, you know, giving a cheering out. I be, I bet you that uh, these low chill peaches have had enough already. Yeah. Um, Which is scary because uh, if it gets really? a, if, it, if we have a hot spell early, yeah, that's Thomas's first name. Uh, Jim.
4: Jim. Yeah. Jim Thomas. He he uh, he generally keeps track. Yeah, but he'd be Fredericksburg. Oh, that you don't you, is, you don't think he are. can. Uh, estimate a difference probably not i don't know but uh yeah he's a good man it's not a, it's you know it's not not exactly an exact science yeah. so. uh, but anyway the uh didn't
3: they have not they done some research uh that uh used to it was all chilling out From chilling hours over uh the trees are going to bloom uh, the low chillers are going to bloom.
2: So they wouldn't bloom unless the chilling hours were right. Right. Okay.
0: But now. But you, can create art- you can create more chill hours. Oh. For certain varieties. Really? I've seen that done. What? Well, if you had a high chill, oh. I've, I've heard yeah. uh, ice piled up.
3: Oh, Jesus. No. I don't think so. <laughs> Does it work? But, so <laughs> any- I've heard. Any- anyway, uh the, uh, they've done a deal now or uh, the scientists have found that there's also a heat requirement a certain number of t- uh, hot temperatures before they bloom after they've received their chilling out and so uh, that that means they will we, we can have some warm weather and they won't bloom but uh, we have prolonged Warm weather, they bloom after they get to chilling out.
4: Yeah, so it's not, we try to make it a simple concept because, uh, you know, just otherwise it's too hard to understand. Mm. But uh, that's why there's some variation too, like June gold. Mm -hmm. We never, you know, we talk about June gold being 650 hours, but it typically blooms whether. Well, if it's got less or more, yeah, it's just one of those that's not as as fussy as the so others. It, it
3: looks it. It says uh, Calvin writes, uh, that uh, that this is gonna be a good year for successful peach crops. He didn't mention hail in here, Milton.
2: No. In case it hits, ha- unless
3: it hails, <laughs> that's all. Uh, I always worry when farmers start telling me uh, they've got the best crop they've ever had, and then it hails or freezes or does something else. So, so you don't want to count your chicken before they hatch. So, so. Our, Gosh, what, you are sound farmers like, superstitious sound people? like he sounds like are he's chicken, a producer. Are, are chickens
0: susceptible to hail too? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely.
3: Turkeys think, are. Are they turkeys? Are, they, they're so dumb. They run out when it's hailing or whatever. They run out and stick their heads up in the air and drown. Kills them. A lot of turkeys are killed well, are big time or? by
2: hell. Okay, but um, okay. It's I'll a hell of
3: you... a, a hell of a deal, man.
2: Ah, but. <laughs> But so are farmers suspicious people. Like you don't say how your crops are doing. No, they do every
3: every uh, year. Uh,
2: they get excited and. Uh.
0: That joke was worse than my one I did
2: for the six pack. Yeah, I, I like your six pack one. These buds. Uh, I'm trying to figure out how to make it work though. Okay. But, but I, anyway, they're buying
0: a six pack of something. Yeah,
2: you're buying so this. This buds for this you. This buds for you. Yeah. <laughs> I, bu- I bought the uh, super six of the stocks. I got to plant them. But, yeah. Guess, what color? I don't know. Was it on the label? Mixed. It probably was. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was mixed. Yeah. And the Super 6? Yeah. The Super 6 is mixed? I Pretty think much. it was. Okay. Um, uh, did Which you fine by me. Did you have a... Do you Our have whole
0: a, yard is mixed. He, he showed me the cartoons, but I think he's really... <laughs> uh,
3: do you there. still have uh, broccoli out there? I think they've quit producing for it. But, but so it's good that you have some. So, uh, uh, they... They've they've put them in two and a half inch pea pots. The last I checked, which was yesterday, uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, we still got time to plant broccoli. Uh, yeah, we kind of
4: kind of set February first as the the last time yeah, to we yeah. have, uh, have a reasonable chance I of think, uh, maturing I think, I a crop.
3: I think we said. I think the cutoff for producing transplants, we used to say, was February fifteenth, um, and that. And those that are planted then.
0: Now that's a sellable transplant. You got right? sixty
3: days, huh?
0: That's a sellable transplant, so they wouldn't. Oh still yeah, be, right. They wouldn't still be planting them. At no, that, no, no, no. The, the consumer would.
3: They'd probably be planting them. I mean, the, the growers would be seeding them now uh, to plant them then. Uh, and the reason they kind of slack off is uh, is they're anticipating uh, warm weather in the spring or hot weather in the spring. Which broccoli, uh, the broccoli that we sell, the Green Magic, uh, will tolerate that fall heat. I mean spring heat. But uh, it'll never be the quality or the size that you produced, you planted
4: earlier. Well hedge your bets and get it in before february one you yeah, yeah there'll be much better much better chance that'll produce a good crop.
0: They're running out of time to plant
4: onions one mm. onion so
0: if you onions, so don't have too much longer
3: yeah i got I got some yesterday from y'all, and the neat neat thing about it is uh uh they've reworked the onions in other words, they made them prettier. The bunch is pretty. Well, yeah, we. That poor little girl that you. When the you, cashiers
0: don't have anything to do. That's yeah, what you
3: do. <laughs> that poor little girl was sitting on the floor in there or reworking the onions. So I got some of her. onions. Aww. But uh, still, good selection. A lot of a lot of different ones out there. A lot of 1015 10, wide. So uh, this is the place to get your. Uh, that's the famous Texas A&M onion. And uh, the reason we have a good supply of 1015Y onion plants is because you can't get the seed anymore. They qu- they quit doing the seed, producing the seed. And so Dixondale Farms, where we get our onions from, uh, are growing their own seed of 1015Y. So uh, that, we appreciate them doing that. But you got uh I say I think you got grano uh, you got gran X over there. Yeah. And got a white one and got that hot one or red uh it's
0: two whites, two reds and three yellows.
3: Yeah, yeah. And the three yellows are good. Uh they're the uh
0: Gran and Texas Legend.
3: Texas legend, yeah. I got I got some of each in a bunch. Red Creel? R- red, Red Creel, yeah. that's it. Yeah. For those people who don't appreciate the years and years it took to develop a Texas a sweet onion. A tasteless
4: onion? A sweet
3: onion. Oh, Calvin throwing down the onion gauntlet. <laughs> he wants pungency. So here, I forget that one guy. He he probably passed away by now. And, I, I, know, I, I appeal chocolate. to that. What's
2: that? I appeal to that. Uh, what's that? <laughs> that was a joke. Oh, and more onion jokes? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh. And I don't, I don't know. Still if, the onion. Yes, but Yes. Well, there we go. Now we're he ready. Understood. Yeah, he understood. <laughs> the um and I'll ask you Trace if you've ever done this. So when you get a Whataburger, burger, know like like I do, you get a Whataburger occasionally. Uh-huh. Do you ever like nibble in the car like on the burger or are you just wait and take it somewhere? Have you ever eaten the burger in the car? Of course. Okay.
0: Sometimes you just can't help yourself.
2: Have you ever lost an onion in the car? Oh no. I have made the cardinal sin. I was never going to do it again, and I was hungry the other day. Went and got a little Just a Burger, kind of fill me <laughs> up. Those things are loaded. With, they're delicious. They are. But one little onion gets away, <laughs> and, you, well, and your whole car smells like Whataburger.
0: Milton, I have this built-in shelf on the front of me that uh, catches all <laughs> this stuff. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well. So I cannot I cannot. St- honestly say i've done that no oh. i can catch every one of them okay then just, you're doing okay I
2: just look down and it's on my it's on there it's okay on my belly man yeah. if I it guess. ever gets because your car has little places onions can hide <laughs> and uh that, that you know that that they're there when you open that door again you've thrown away the bag you have vacuumed the car up it doesn't matter that onion yeah <laughs> speaking,
3: got, speaking of smell uh i've got good news on the uh, real brandy gold Oh, I g- smell. I, I mentioned several times this year that I was growing some, or have, having some plants grown down south mm-hmm. in the greenhouse. Mm-hmm. And uh, that young fellow down there that's in charge of the greenhouse harvested all the real Grandy gold peppers. He got two two full containers that are. Huge containers, uh, thr- ha- ha- half as long as this table's in front of us. Wow! So it's probably uh, probably good
0: thing he th- didn't ask me to do it because I'd ate a yeah, yeah. third of them before they made. <laughs> it. Well, here, one for me. <laughs> he was
3: funny. He, I, in fact, I grew him for him, and he's always liked them. And uh, he said he 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 ate a bunch of them, and then he gave them some to a, a lady that uh, works on the ranch down there. And she pickled them oh. and gave him some pickles. And then he he gave some to the because <laughs> they produced a hell of a bunch of onion, uh, uh Peppers. peppers. And uh, he gave them to another person and got them hooked on them. And he said once once they get hooked on them, they love them.
2: Mm, they're good. I'll have to bring Trace some more tomorrow. I still have a few more.
3: <laughs> and uh, the good news is... Uh, our man, Rob DeRosa is yeah. getting the seed out. Oh, good. And I'm the bad news is I put them in the back of my truck, those two containers in the back of my van, uh, what do you call a Yukon? Yeah, uh, uh, SUV. SUV. SUV, yeah. And the ones on the bottom had started rotting, Milton. No. Yeah. And the juice, some of the juice came out. Luckily, I had Matt, a mat back he's there. He's leading
0: to the smell part. Oh,
3: oh, man. oh, dear! And they, they, we, we—it's about a hundred miles down there and back. Uh, and we, we—I had to get out and clean out the back of the truck once I got those peppers out of there. All right, I think they. Out smell an
2: onion. Oh, wow. heck no. Now that's a challenge. I'm putting a Whataburger onion in your truck when you're not looking. However. <laughs>
0: did y'all just see that? What? There was a Christmas tree coming back from the back. It was facing the wrong way.
2: Oh, no. Where did you see it? it you through it, the window? or the? It
0: just went that way.
2: Oh, wow. It was face. Oh.
0: They put it tip first. I mean, at this point, the Christmas tree doesn't have a problem. Though. Yeah, the wind I always, uh, when I see those Christmas tree, com- or those car commercials, and they're doing the Christmas <laughs> trees on them, I see them like that, and yeah wonder you can... what were they thinking? Yeah.
3: Where are they going with the Christmas tree? Well, I'm
0: assuming they're going up to the pile.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the... All right. Oh, good. Yeah.
0: Sorry I sidetracked, you That's
2: okay. And we need to take another quick break. So 210-308-8867, 210 210- 308 88 67. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming right up. Join us. Give us a call. What's your question? What you're concerned about? Right after this on 9 30 a.m. The answer. Amen.
4: And welcome back to
2: Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. So It looks like, according to Al, that Shirley and Elvis had the same birthday. Uh, Shirley Bassey uh, doing January birthdays, uh, music birthdays today. All right, 210-308-8867. Take a second to talk to you about BSG. I was talking to Jim Davis, who's the CEO, and he was uh, sharing a story about what differentiated uh, BSG from uh, the other guys and it's really truly customer service and i know that you hear that a lot but he gave a great example he said he didn't realize how important it was until he was on the other end and he had gone to uh, one of the big box places gotten some stuff and had to uh, ask some questions about it Uh, so he called and he got on hold (laughs) <laughs> and as you hear on hold, he was a very important. He's very important to them. And so, yeah, they <laughs> said hold and hold and hold and hold and hold and finally gave up. And he went to the, the store nearest him. And there were 20 people in line and one customer service rep. And so he said, that's what differentiates us. We're local. We work to satisfy you. We're a consultant based We're not going to sell you. We're going to work with you to create something that you want and uh, create a package for you that will do you right. And we're going to make sure that you're happy with the product, too. Uh, He said, sure, we're human. We make mistakes, but we work hard. To fix those mistakes. And you can find out all about that by going on and reading the reviews. Read the Yelp reviews of BSG, Builder Systems Group. Read the other guys that are doing security. And you will see that that customer service rating is not so high for the other guys. Uh, really proud to have them on the show. Proud of all the stuff they do. It's bsgtexas.com, bsgtexas.com. If you're looking for a smart security, if you're looking for uh, uh, just a smarter home, if you're not if you're looking, dogs
3: pooping on your,
2: if home. you want to see what's happening in your yard, maybe you don't <laughs> care about that, but you have other concerns like who's sneaking in. To your pool area or something, you can <laughs> you can
3: get the neighbor's picture, uh huh, with the dog pooping
2: on the lawn. That uh, is exactly right. All right, and how can uh, they deny that? They can't. I know. We're gonna get you that. We're gonna get you hooked up with that, just so you can. <laughs> oh, but I bet your neighbor is gonna get that too. Yeah. Find out where all those leaves are coming from in his yard. Well, uh, the good uh,
4: news uh, about Jerry's uh, neighbors are they don't stay long. Uh,
2: right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, they the leaves leaves cover yeah. them up. Here's a picture of them moving in. Oh, wait, this is a week later. Here's them moving right out. What? All right, so it's bsgtexas.com or 210-877-1222. Give them a call, and they'll take care of you. 210-877-1222 for bsgtexas.com. All right, Well, will tell you what.
3: On? I'll tell you what makes me angry is being on call on hold
2: yeah. for yes. a long time. Yes, me too. And then some that's, foreigner... That's,
3: and, and that you can tell by his accent, oh, answers the phone finally, and says his name is Fred.
2: Oh. No, I, maybe it's that's not his name. Fred. It's over, somebody over in Brazil. I'll tell you what makes me angry about being on hold <laughs> is after 25 minutes of being on hold... Being told again and again and yeah. again how important the call is to me, <laughs> I'm like thinking, you know, I'm not so sure it's important to you. I am guessing, Calvin, with all that you have gone through, as you call doctors, with your, do you experience that or you get right through <laughs> to your doctors?
4: Well, it's actually much better than used to be on the yeah. and here, yeah. Well, yeah. I
2: wonder if people complain because I still do it, or no, yeah. you really? can call big insurance companies uh-huh. and you just. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, press one, two, and then, oh, and don't be telling me about if i I could have figured out that you have I hope somebody's agreeing with me out there. <laughs> that I could have figured out that I could do this online. But I don't want to do it online. I want to talk to somebody. There
3: you go. And Give it up.
2: Yeah, and yeah. Fred Lancer uh, well, I well, t- I talk to Fred. <laughs> I Talk to anybody. After 25 minutes, please, someone talk to me. I talked. Two one zero. I talking to. I got in
3: that situation, and I didn't get any satisfaction with my Fred. Okay. I said, "Is your." I want to talk to your supervisor. And uh yeah. then I said I need to speak to an American. Well, and they they they, they uh, understood, put me through to somebody you in Texarkana. Oh wow. <laughs> So well, you should like
2: ask Fred where he was from. Fred could have been from this country. Uh, yeah. Just could have been had an accent.
3: And after he gave me that Fred name, okay,
2: well, thank you would All right, we'll we'll get past this. 210-308-8867. three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Let's talk about
4: okay
2: uh, 210-308-8867. Yes, sir. What? Speaking of bad calls, Calum? a lot
4: of a lot of these t- companies, in my experience, though, you can uh, they don't hesitate to switch. If you have trouble I, I have trouble with the hearing aids. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, they will.
4: They will yeah, switch to I someone who say, has hey, less I, of an I, accent. Yeah, I can't uh, can't dis- discern that. So can I get somebody else in there? No, they're that's usually, a good point. Usually pretty accommodating. Yeah. And if they aren't, then then there is time to question whether they really care yeah. about service. Yeah. yeah.
2: Anyway, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I got off on a rant. <laughs> okay, yes, sir. They, you they, were uh, talking.
3: We got a got a note, uh, email from our buddy in Johnson City. Who's that? Johnson City Joe.
2: I'm not familiar with that. Well, oh, oh, has, you has mean he ever called the show? <laughs> no. <laughs> what did Johnson City Joe have to say? He says, "Me
3: amigos." That's what he I called. I think them. that's us. <laughs> I recently received my order of bare root plants from Womack Nursery for planting now. Included are two persimmon trees. Uh, one is Fuyu, which is the best persimmon tree, and the other, the recommended Mita, Native American persimmon. Hmm. Uh, I never if, heard of if, that. If it's a Native American persimmon that I grew up with, he's in trouble. It's a a, a little nasty. Tree that a uh, little nasty uh,
4: fruit, about the size of a golf ball. It can't. It can't be in trouble. It's a native cherry.
3: Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I grew up under those things, and uh, uh, in Tennessee, they've got a lot of them. Um, I think they call it Americana. Uh, it, of course, back in those days, I was shooting doves. Uh dove hunting. And you could always get them coming into a persimmon tree, and now those, all those persimmons have been cut out, the the big old persimmons, really, for the wood. Huh. people come in and and take them for the wood because it's a beautiful wood. Oh, is it? Okay, the persimmon wood is. The Mia Mita is named after the professor of Fertile, the Mia Mita. Is also known for its beauty, especially in the fall. That's true. The, fall, the uh, persimmon leaves turn uh, really a pretty red in the fall, kind of like uh, our tallow. Uh, I, I believe it is on rootstock, but don't don't know what kind. Uh, I imagine it's just on a, a native persimmon rootstock. Uh, Both are self-fertile. I know Fuyu is. But one is native to America, and the other is native to Japan. You know which one's native to Japan, Milton? No. Fuyu. Oh, okay.
2: I I didn't want to guess.
3: (laughs) Questions. Mm -hmm. Well, these two self-fertile trees... Help in pollinating each other, and if so, how far apart should I plant them? Um, He said, "Until I get your advice, I potted them. uh, Potted them, but would like to get them in the ground as soon as possible. You can get them in the ground as soon as possible uh, because they they are obviously leafless now, and uh, they won't freeze." Uh, as far as the self-fertile trees helping and pollinate each other, yeah. that is a possibility. But
4: uh, then, the, in uh, reality, they, they probably don't care about each other.
3: Right? right. Yeah. Uh, any pollen that they f- might fall on them is is good. The uh, the problem with with this new Mia, Meta. Is that thing uh, non-astringent, like the Fuyu is? I doubt it. I bet it's not. And uh, also, does it have the big... F-
4: I, I'm not I'm not familiar with it at all. But uh, well, it may be the, the native one you are familiar with, and it just has a fancier name. Yeah, now. it's a mess.
3: Oh. And they're a mess. When we would sit down and wait for the doves under the tree, we'd sit on the fruit. Wow. and they they no uh, nasty uh they get soft and right
4: wow, <laughs> like, like a a a, then, uh, a, kumquat, a little hornet the hornets hang around <laughs> oh really oh,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah so I, I don't know, but i I would plant them just about they're a small tree uh mostly a small growing tree. So I pat them, what, uh, 25, 30 feet apart? Yeah, I don't think
4: think they're... Now, the
3: problem you're going to have either with American or the Japanese is uh, they're very uh, sensitive to environmental changes, which causes the fruit to fall off. When people buy a persimmon tree, I tell... even even if it's for you. I said, don't expect any uh, good tr- good crops on a persimmon tree for five years, four to five years, because for some reason, anything uh, changing too much water, too little water, whatever, will cause that fruit. It'll have fruit. It'll have a uh, little fruit. Uh... Earlier on its in its life, but uh, like I said, any environmental adversity will cause
4: that fruit to fall off. It irritates me a little bit because of the uh, we don't we don't bring that up. You know, we talk about Fuyu and how e- easy it is to grow. Yeah, we talk about the Oriental persimmon and they're and they're great and they're easy productive, but they don't take into pr- the consideration that five year. That, yeah, and and people get t- irritated, or they get they get discouraged, and cut it down, yeah. or, or remove or it, or just or or you'll find it sitting in the corner of the yard. there. <laughs> you say, "What is that?" Yeah, <laughs> that's just a fuyu. I've never had any luck with it. You
3: know? Yeah, but uh, that's sadly to say, that's a, that's a problem. Uh, but fuyu is the best one to get because it's non-astringent, meaning. Uh oh. but if it is if it is astringent, which it means bitter as quinine, okay. uh it'll pucker you from one end to the other oh. unless you wait till it gets really soft.
2: Okay. But I didn't know what you meant by it. that's what I kind of imagine you meant by astringent. Astringent,
3: yeah. Okay. And
2: uh okay, got I, about I can't it. I can't imagine
3: that the native is not astringent. I
4: can't right. I can't either. We would have heard more about it. Oh there. yeah
2: we got to take a quick break, get you caught up with the news. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. So call us tell us what's going on. Oh, and I'm curious to see how much rain y'all got. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, coming up on 930 a.m. This is, of course, the answer. And Trace and that. He's up on the porch with us. Our phone number, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. So I don't think I could actually get out to the gauge or it was actually finished raining until Monday-ish. So do you all have a rain gauge here? Do you keep track of the rain? I
0: normally would squeeze it out of my coat to give a good <laughs> answer, but yeah. uh, I didn't this time.
2: Calvin, how about your rain gauge? What would you finally? I think I had close to an inch. Yeah, nine-tenths. Yeah, I was looking at it. How, how,
0: how much of it was sleet that had to melt, though?
2: I don't know. Well, it was in a rain gauge, so I, but I guess it could have collected the sleet as well. but. Yeah. Um. But yeah, everything kind of perked up, and
0: my mother had tons of snow.
2: Did she? know where does yeah. she live? Austin. Austin. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Austin. The pictures that we saw of Austin, they had plenty. Johnson City Joe had snow.
0: Well, uh, Dennis
4: sent
2: the. Dennis. Yeah, Dennis is up t- in Austin.
4: Yeah, ten, ten of his uh, emails saying it's still snowing in
2: Austin. <laughs> Austin. Minute uh, by minute, huh? All right. Hey, Trace, did you want to talk? You have uh, have worked something out with the uh, Master Gardeners and David Rodriguez, their extension service.
0: With with David. Uh, Normally we do uh, adult seminars. Obviously, for the last year we have not been able to do adult seminars. But I think the last one we did was this one on fruit trees since it is a very timely situation. So um, I know David is doing a webinar on the 19th, and I think that that you can get to it from the the uh, horticulture website, yeah, yeah, master gardener. master gardener website, and uh, I believe it's free. Oh, no yeah. And uh, so what we decided to do, we promoted that because people need to know what they're doing when it, when it gets to the fruit trees. Yeah. But we're also going to take a uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Video.
2: Well, you're gonna recording.
0: Uh, recording. Okay, right, so we're, the recording is going to be on their website, and we're going to provide a link to that for people that uh, that didn't get to listen to it live and ask their specific questions. All right. Oh, good. So,
2: at MillbergerNursery.com. Uh, yes, once once yeah, it's yeah. once it's up. Yeah. 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 And don't make the mistake I do, which is oh, we taped that. No, there, there is no more tape. And there's no more books on tape either. Go ask for a book on tape or something like that. And Did, people uh, will laugh at you.
3: David is the main personality on there.
0: Uh, he's got a big enough personality to do the
2: whole there thing.
3: There you yeah. go.
2: All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that'll be cool. So let's see. The 19th will be this week. Yes. So we'll talk about it more next week. Uh, how, how quickly do you think you'll have that link?
0: Well, I already have the link. I just oh. don't have... There's nothing there. There's nothing there yet. Okay. So,
2: um, all right. We'll know next Saturday.
0: I would assume that uh,
4: our tech people will have it.
2: No, you sorted. won't know it next Saturday. Why
4: not? 19th is Tuesday.
2: So, no, so, no we'll no, know next so, Saturday whether it's all the details on it. He'll have already done oh, it, but we will...
0: Well, we'll have already. they'll have already made it work by then. Yeah, I imagine it'll already be up oh, by okay. then. Okay, so
4: it's, uh, it's uh, yeah. going to be... I
2: after, guess after the fact... Yeah, I guess if you
3: find... If you want to find out how to get on that thing and uh,
0: get on it, well, it's my understanding is the, a there's only guard. limited people, number of people that can actually be on the the webinar. Uh, I'm not sure what that quantity is, but yeah. I know there's a, a specific quantity that can actually be on it. So there's going to be more interest in it than how many people can be on it. Yeah. Go. Oh gosh, yeah. So
4: this will be good. So there's going to be it's a good idea. Uh, after the fact, kind of. Yeah. Well, as, as
0: a recording of it. So, I mean, they they won't get their specific questions answered, but they might get most of them answered. Yeah. And then the few odds and ends we can mop up around here.
2: Yeah. I don't know for sure, but I imagine they'll also record the part if there are questions from the people that are watching online. Those will be recorded, too. So chances are right. they'll probably touch on some of the so, things. So, yeah, right? the question, their questions may be answered if they listen to yeah. them, uh, watch the whole thing. Yeah. If not, you, do you have David's good. number. You can just give that out, and we can uh, – well, you think any time of day, day or night, just call David? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right.
3: If they have questions after that's the what That's what you used to do webinar. for Calvin,
2: yeah. Yeah. You can call him day or night. Well, Cal- I, Calvin I mean, will answer the phone. I mean,
3: he's not he's not at the office anymore, so
2: yeah. I imagine he's taking phone calls at night and That'll at be. his home. David is saying, don't you do it. <laughs> uh, I know where you live. We'll, we'll right. be getting a phone call in a Yeah. <laughs> Trace, we got David Rodriguez on the line. You talk to him. He seems upset. You know, I think, I think I'll call
0: him when I get off here, and I'll, I'll have him call tomorrow to talk about what he's going to talk about. Perfect.
2: That'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> the, uh, somebody the,
3: stopped by. The, tell
2: him that we got the Rose Society at 1230, so that's the only – so we could do, like, right at 1 if he wants to call, which I think he likes later in the afternoon anyway. Yeah, when he wakes up. Oh, <laughs> man.
3: The, uh, uh, so a uh, later stop by from, uh, she said she was born and raised up around in uh, New York, close to, close to the Canadian line up there.
0: I won't hold that against
3: her. And I didn't either. And uh, she was we had moved to Texas, and she wanted citrus in her backyard. Okay. And she said, when, when should I plant it? When can I plant it? And she looked through the citrus that we have, and uh, uh, she wanted a... Uh, Lemon, lime, and orange. Okay. And I told about the zatzen one, but I told didn't you say that there's gonna be a new shipment in in the spring?
0: Yes, sir. I did. Okay. That's what I told. So I I try to time it where I won't have to protect it if it. uh, Yeah. But uh, so probably the first or second week in March, depending on how the weather's going. Okay. And we'll have uh, our normal stock as well as. Bumper and oh uh, good, Arctic I think it's Arctic frost frost yeah, and we'll have a lot of those uh, on that special root system too.
3: Oh yeah, that'll be fun. Or more than the
0: last time since it's uh, since <laughs> it actually did sell. So
2: yeah, good. But when people, <laughs> when people, what, what does that mean for those who don't know what it mean?
0: Uh, all right, so uh, fl- flying dragon root stock, and uh, so it's a dwarfing root stock to the top. So to me, if you're growing lemons and limes in pots, which you should. Mm-hmm. uh that will help keep them smaller more controllable
3: are the limes on flying dragon did? i think
0: i ordered some limes on wow flying. Think that ordered, would be think, a neat i think i ordered a bunch of stuff on that would
3: be a bed. neat plant a lime on on flying dragon It'd be a smaller smaller lime even still but uh okay i would give them the right it's funny how and I'm I'm fitting into this category too, when people come down from northern states, uh, they get excited about having citrus in their backyard.
0: Were, and this you, were, were you excited when you came from Tennessee?
3: Oh yeah. And, uh I, the wildest I ever got was when I went to uh and I've told this story before, go to the Rio Grande Valley. I'd never been to the Rio Grande Valley. And uh we were at this visiting this home and they had a grapefruit tree in the backyard, and the ground was full of grapefruit. And I went nuts. I said, I, I, casually asked the person, said, "Do you mind if I pick up a few grapefruit?" And they said, "You pick up all of them, pa, because they were, they were a trash tree as far as they were concerned." Hmm. But uh, th- that's the neat thing about these, satsumas and some of the stuff we have around here uh they they people are reporting that they still have citrus on the tree which is late uh not that yeah <laughs> which is late to keep them on the tree but uh it can be done here so uh i've i've, I've been uh me and the possums or raccoons, whatever it was, enjoyed my satsuma crop this year, which was a good one. It was a good job.
0: So you didn't mind sharing?
3: (laughs) Yeah. uh, I didn't get to give anybody my share. It was funny. My my son Jeremy was in town, and uh, he had a friend with He brought a friend with him, and he went out and uh, harvested the satsuma when they first got here. And uh, for his friend. And uh, he didn't didn't pick them all. I told him to pick them all because that, that animal was getting them all. And uh, he went out the next day, they were gone. Hm. He got about.
0: Calvin, did you go pick them? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> but they were good. The ones that we got were very good. And uh, Dr. Larry Stein brought me some from our Uvalde planting out there. And, in fact, I had one driving over here today. But uh, also, you've got a... Uh, Calvin mentioned in his article today that uh, this is time time to plant shade trees to allow them to develop some roots prior to challenges of heat and drought in San Antonio. We're not going to have heat and drought. We're having drought now, are we? <laughs> uh... Recommended species include Texas red oak, Mexican white oak. Do they call that? Monterey oak. The, yeah, do they call that? What What do you buy those as?
0: It depends on whether they want to pay the patent fee. So, uh, oh, is that right? Monterey oak, Mexican white oak, uh don't the real name for them, uh, Quercus polymorpha. Yeah, isn't right. Isn't how much they wanna, Look at you go. Depends on how much they want to mm-hmm. pay. Yeah. And
3: Cedar M and Mexican Sycamore and Baroque. So you know what? I have all those. You do? I do. That's amazing, Calvin.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and a few more that are on that CPS uh, oh, yeah. rebate. Yeah, um, they got some weird stuff on it.
4: I had called, and uh, your staff had uh, checked in the re- the rebate for me to make sure it was still in place. It is. It Start, started October or something, and it'll end uh, April something.
0: Yeah. Oh
3: my goodness.
4: So there's a there's an opportunity. this is an ideal time to plant shade trees and then uh an opportunity to take advantage of the fifty dollar rebate. Per tree up to five trees. As long as they're planted in the right place. That's right. And it's not, not a very demanding requirement. It's and it it is a real advantage to the household. Oh yeah. It saves you Saves your money on air conditioning.
3: Yeah, they've done some uh, studies on that, and it's significant. It's significant to have a shade tree on the, uh, what is it, south side, west side, whatever. And then Calvin talks about uh, my squirrels again. says, attract area birds by providing seed, suet, and water. Reduce squirrel domination. What do you think of that? Wow! I, ne- I is there, never.
2: Is there a pellet gun and princess yeah. on there?
0: Yeah. Or, or is
2: this a new sci-fi movie? Yeah, Dominator. Yeah, where the squirrels are uh,
3: the taking dominator. over the planet. <laughs> Arnold's too old to do anymore. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> by by using uh, weight-sensitive perches and pepper-flavored suet. And you can use the uh, pepper-flavored seed, too. uh, I don't know if they sell that pre-peppered or...
4: They do at the...
3: The pepper seed.
4: At
2: at, uh, our friends. Yeah, Wild Birds Unlimited.
4: Uh, Jerry, Jerry was wondering, though, if you you buy the the pepper flavoring separate and then you mix it yourself. Yeah, I'm
2: not sure. I thought it was already mixed, but I'm not sure. That's what I thought, too. No, no. I've seen the the pepper I mean
3: the capsizing pepper what it is. Uh, still time to plant broccoli transplants, English peas, onion transplants, lettuce, beets, radishes uh, and potatoes for spring harvest.
0: I got all that. Some by seed, some by transplant. Yeah. Except for the potatoes. Yeah. Uh, wow. the potatoes will be here next uh, end of this month or the first part of next. Oh, really? Cool.
3: Yeah, I mean, are uh, they seed potatoes?
0: Yeah. I doubled my order from last year because we sold out early.
3: <laughs> oh, well, good. I didn't know y'all had potatoes. That's good. Got the red ones.
0: Uh, there's, there's gonna there's a red, and there's a white, Pontiac. and there's a mix. There's a mix? There's a mix that's got different colors.
3: Of uh, potatoes. Yes. Are good. Now I know they got they've got they've got a yellow potato. Yellow meated potato.
0: Yukon Gold, I think is Yeah. The name yeah. that comes into my mind.
3: Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And uh I think the yellow goes away when you cook it. You know, if you boil it. Cut,
0: well you
4: remember when, mashed potatoes. When uh Paul Cox had us over for uh, <laughs> potatoes and uh I haven't seen cactus a, a seed, <laughs> I haven't seen a seed potato with purple a purple seed potato. that's right
0: yeah but uh, well my wife buys those, those uh little starter potatoes all the time to put in her uh, uh, crock pot. Well, okay. oh yeah, and, and so she'll get the different colored ones and uh, it's uh, there are some that stayed gold after cooking.
2: yeah, the yellow <laughs> the Yukon gold I think yeah. does. We've had that before it's really good. This seems to have more flavor than the regular old potato. Quit it. It does. Why wouldn't it? It's different. What's that yellow on there? I don't know. don't care. Is that giving it the taste? You like yellow onions? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a different color. I don't know. <laughs>
3: okay. What
2: am I, I, Mr. Potato? I've never eaten. I, I don't <laughs> think I've ever eaten a, you should try. a colored Irish potato. No, it's not an Irish potato. I don't think it is. It's just a potato. Like they have little red ones. Supposed to be better. It's for Irish too. potato. Oh, is it still an Irish potato yeah. too? It's just red. Okay. Still an Irish potato. But it's different from the Idaho's. Are those Irish oh, potatoes yeah. too. Oh yeah. No, they're. Uh, well, that's what I meant. It's different than that. Yeah. The the
3: ba- they're bacon potatoes. Right. The one from okay. Idaho. They're, russet. We call them russet. They're from bacon. Russet potatoes.
2: <laughs> There's Irish but, potatoes,
3: but the bacon wa- potatoes.
2: <laughs>
4: The ones
3: with I hope
2: the, we don't have a fight here. <laughs> I'm a I, trace. Like, I like my Yukon uh, Gold.
3: The ones with the the
2: So I took that all wrong.
0: I thought I started thinking about bacon with tomatoes. <laughs> and, uh, mm. Potatoes would be nice too, but yeah. the key word was bacon. Yeah. Not not as a uh, <laughs> yeah,
2: you say the word bacon. As trace. a noun, not a verb. Trace gets very focused.
3: You know you know where the potato is native to, don't you? No. Same way for, uh right lot. No. Okay, well, it's in Irish South potatoes, America. So really? Same gears. same place as the uh, tomatoes gave.
2: huh?
3: Tomatoes, potatoes. Get it?
2: I see. And there's some trees that grow both, right? That's, there you go. That's what we saw in that magazine. <laughs> Did you ever sell those? The potato, tomato, the things that Jerry was talking about a while back? No, but it sounds interesting.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's about all it is, is interesting. Uh and you got the got the uh, uh tomat- the
4: uh peach trees in plenty yep. of uh yep um well don't don't wait too long though if you know the variety of peach trees that you prefer, go ahead and get them yeah. and uh and they can be planted now and uh and
3: just, we're excited about that red barren i think it's yeah. a beautiful tree and an ornamental tree. The, as well as has good fruit
4: and the plums, uh, the recommended variety of plums are available there too.
2: All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. This is Calvin's article. We're talking. If you're worried about the squirrel apocalypse coming up very soon, <laughs> Calvin has information on how you can avoid that they squirrel domination. <laughs> squirrel domination, as well as uh, lots of tips on the uh, fruit.
4: Yeah, uh, Kyle is not nearly as. Uh,
2: anti squirrel as I am. So. No. No, he seems to embrace the squirrels a little bit. I think it's he's he's come to believe Bill it. too. I guess Bill is Yeah it, you know squirrel. it depends on what people want. Some people like the squirrels. They welcome our squirrel overlords. But uh for Especially in stew, right? Well just you I think you you, you <laughs> and the stew actually there are many <laughs> hey we need to take a quick break. Two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven two one oh More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up live from Milberger's Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardie Road with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Trace Hazlett, and I'm Milton Glick on 930 AM, The Answer. Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Trace Hazlett visiting with us. And Ron is on the line. He's going he's gonna to do us uh, uh, a little more information about potatoes, Jerry. Hey, Ron, welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today?
1: Howdy. I'm hungry. I'm hungry now that y'all have been talking about I know. I always yeah, crave water a water burger
0: after coming up here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Taters. Yeah, I hear the best way to make a, uh french fries by the way is to soak them there's a local franchise that does it and um they they will soak their potatoes in cold water twice at least they used to and at least that was the process before they they would receive them from their their vendors and of course they get them frozen but uh, to get them real soft um and oh. that's starchy. Yeah, they soak them in water twice. It's, it's a little bit of a process, but it's worth it. My daughter and I have done it. But just I real wonder quick, if the water right takes on- care of
2: the starch, too. Do you think the water gets rid of the starch as well?
1: Yeah, it draws it out somehow, some way. Yeah, you know, it does. Okay. No doubt about it. But that's, the main reason I called was, you know, we're talking about potatoes and reds and Yukon gold. And my mom used used to use a Yukon gold and a red. And she would always use them. Um, and then russets. Russets were always for uh mashed potatoes you know she'd boil them down and then you know add the milk and the cream and the butter and just oh my goodness is, that's where the russet came in you were talking about russets russets are a, a really good to make potato for uh absolutely for the uh mashed potatoes and then she would use the red potatoes and the yukon gold for uh for like stews and, and cooking them up in chunks because um, y'all didn't mention it, but the, the red potato is generally, it's an, it's less starchy and it's less grainy. And it's more of a palatable, creamy uh, potato that's uh, served up in in slices, you know, cooked or in, in chunks, you know, in cubes. But uh, you ever, have you ever noticed that, that the red potato, and it's a fact, they're just less grainy, the, the russets are grainy. Which is not a bad thing, but you just got to know when to use them. But, uh, russets and yeah. a potato salad. Yeah. And then, um, if you do some research, I remember years ago in a world history class, just real quick here, and Peru has some of the hype, the non hybrid potatoes that go back, I don't know, 1500 years. They got wow. potatoes that are purple. They got purple potatoes, purple regular potatoes, purple sweet potatoes, and they're like, uh, the, Non-hybrids; their, their origins are over 1,500 years back, and a lot of what we have today is a result of Peru um, getting them on the market. And, of course, there's been hybrids uh, for the last 20, 30 years now, you know, potatoes and especially corn. But I thought that was interesting, talking about potatoes, because you, you gentlemen are always... um. <laughs> I love uh, to hear you chuckling y'all are just <laughs> you make me you just lift my spirits to hear you Yeah thank you Ron and that's and, nice of you First complimentary
2: well, yeah, I you know I, uh, I agree with your I, mom I, about the the Yukon Gold though I'm a Yukon Gold fan
3: <laughs> I yeah. think the Aztecs used to uh, eat potato eat uh, Irish potatoes
2: And that beats my record I had a uh Potato in our pantry. I don't know. It was certainly wasn't 1,500 years old, but it was. uh, It it was getting close, I think.
3: (laughs) If you go, if you go to, uh, if you go to plantanswers.com and do a search for history, uh, vegetable history, yeah, uh, we've got a uh, deal that was done in. uh, National Geographic, I think. Yeah. Uh years ago years and years ago, uh and we got we got permission to put that on uh plan That's answers. Cool. And it, it mm-hmm. covers a lot of the vegetables, the carrots and oh, that's cool. uh, broccoli and uh, uh Yeah, they all go potato. to history. Rutabagas, too,
2: right? No. I don't uh, to uh, even National Geographic uh, wouldn't talk about <laughs> rutabagas. <laughs> I just can't understand rutabagas.
4: why they do, don't. Uh, rutabagas played an important part in that so, Irish potato. and uh, Yeah. yeah. So, that, Ron, they fed the that prisoners.
3: Uh, that's the way they rehabilitated the prisoners oh, in not, England. Well, recidivism do went down
2: tremendously <laughs> with the fear of being sent back oh, to the rutabaga yeah. thing. Hell yeah, they didn't want you to know. go back to are the you, rutabaga. How are you supposed to store potatoes, too? I think that's a big thing. You don't store okay. them in the fridge.
3: Yeah, because well, you know it makes them sweet. Tastes sweet. Is, huh. that,
1: is that what happens? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah it, it changes the
2: starch sugar. to sugar. What's that, Ron?
1: Darn yeah, you know, well, we've about done my... that before. Well, we stored them in the fridge because I know if you leave them out, they're going to sprout. They're going even your lighting is going to you know they're going it's going to trigger some sprouting, and then they get a little they can get a little dehydrated if you don't get to them within two weeks if you get a five pound bag. But we have stored them in the fridge before, and um, um, maybe excessive storage in the fridge because we keep them in the crisper, and I know the bag will even say don't. Put them in the fridge, and I'm thinking, okay. Well, you don't want them because if they sprout, then you're probably going to get rid of them. And it's yeah. almost like medication. I'll plant them. I heard that. Yeah, I heard medication can actually last three, four years beyond expiration, but they don't want that because it's not good for the economy, it's not good for the market, it's not good for the pharmacist, <laughs> you, <want>, you know, <laughs> or the doctor. Yeah, yeah it was, the, uh, the same way. Well, yeah. okay, gentlemen.
3: Okay, thanks, thanks for calling in. Thanks for the kind words. I yeah. challenge all,
0: right, all three pepper. of y'all to right, eat a, a slice of raw potato, well, and to come back next week and tell me what you think it tastes like. I think it, I think it tastes like a cross between a, a apple and a pear.
2: Really? Yeah. Oh, how interesting. But
0: raw raw potato.
2: Okay. Well, does it matter what kind of potato?
0: Sweet I, potato. What? Well, no, it'd have to be a regular potato. Okay.
3: The neat the neat thing about the growers now. Uh, they, uh, let's see, I think it's before they harvest the potatoes, they spray them with a product that keeps them from sprouting. That's why, that's why we recommend that, uh, you actually get seed potatoes to plant in your garden, because if you just get, uh, the store-bought tomatoes, grocery store potatoes, tomatoes, you potatoes, uh, there's a chance that they won't sprout. I'll be very slow, too slow to. Uh, oh,
2: oh, oh, oh! I see. Instead, if you're going to try to grow them yourself. Yeah,
3: yeah. But so, so
2: that I'm glad that. Uh, Our poor sweet potato vine is still in there struggling with oh, all the weather. Yeah. It, it's it's it stood the test of time. We have brought it in a couple of times, but that's it. It's that's, an ornamental sweet potato, right? No, it's just a sweet potato that, that it sprouted. And, oh, okay. And y'all said, okay. Throw that away uh, and and Laura <laughs> said, I'm gonna plant it and see what happens. I think Trey said, just plant it and see what happens maybe.
3: Yeah, it'll it'll uh, na- next year, next spring, or this spring. Yeah. Uh plant it out.
2: Yeah. If you got it's a nice hanging thing. I know y'all sell the hanging That's an ornamental one though. Oh, is that an ornamental one? Okay. <laughs> that's
0: a that's an IPoma or morning glory. Oh. That's in the, the People's really, nicknamed Sweet Potato Vine, but oh, no okay. relations.
2: Oh, okay, cool.
3: I got a question for Trace from Neil's Ferry.
0: I didn't think he knew who I was. Barely no, <laughs> so.
3: You're famous. Why would my Neil got a question? Why would my broccoli, which has taken forever to form heads, go directly to blooms? Got hot? <laughs> no. They it. uh, They planted it at the right time. They used the wrong variety. Mm -hmm. You notice, we never get any questions like this from from the broccoli. We say
0: that's true
3: because we've tested it. They actually have uh, broccolis that are. In fact, I think one of our callers uh, called in and said that they had they grew a broccoli. That uh, only made the sh- a small side shoot. Yeah, and you know Calvin too. was saying his wife liked them, liked those better. Mm-hmm. The side shoot, but the the one that makes a big head that we sell is Green Magic. Used to be Green Comet, and uh, they always make a head, and then uh, then later on, it uh, they make the little side shoots. And the neat, neat thing about uh, Green Magic is that it uh, makes fairly large side shoots. But there are some that are grown. We used to grow one commercially around here called Watham. And uh, it, <laughs> it had a tendency to do that side shoot, do that uh, small head thing. And once uh, once Green Comet came along... And uh, some of these newer hybrids, not only, not only did they make a big head, but they're uniform. In other words, huh. when we first saw Green Magic in our trials, you could go out there one day and harvest every plant of those big heads. So they've made them mature uniformly for the commercial people. I I think in California and places like that, sometimes they may machine harvest them. They're so uniform. But anyway, my buddy Neil, he says, uh, may have planted them too late. No. Planting dates for recommended broccoli uh, mature quickly would be late August into mid-September in (coughs) South Texas. Um. your plant looks very healthy. Perhaps try cutting these flower heads off, then fertilizing it in early February to stimulate a second round of growth to see if you can get an early harvest this spring. No. Once you have that big head cut off, all you're going to have are those small side shoots. So fertilizer won't help. Generally... I tell people commercially, too, they take the center head, that big front center head, then they get a a crop of side shoots, which are fairly large, and then they pull the plant up. But a lot of home gardeners just leave the plant out there, and that's a surefire way to get those harlequin bugs. They're beautiful bugs, but uh, they're they're in a stink bug family, I think. But uh, you want to get rid of that broccoli because it can have diseases, attract insects, and everything else. Also, Trace, Uh why would my tangerine tree be drooping and its leaves turning a lighter
2: shade of green?
0: It says. Am I supposed to
2: answer that? I don't know. It doesn't seem like you have a lot of information there. Neil
3: Neil says that sounds like the plant isn't getting enough light. (laughs) I'm assuming it's in a pot and that you've moved it into protection to winter cold. Move it closer to a bright window, or shuttle it in and out as the weather permits.
2: (laughs) What? What's that? This is Neil Sperry. You're talking about yeah, that. right. Uh,
0: they left too much fruit on it. They haven't been fertilizing it.
3: They haven't been fertilized. Yeah, that's,
2: that's what, what I it, was going to guess.
0: That's
3: what everybody does. <laughs> that's why we tell everybody copious amounts of fertilizer of osmocote in in the February uh, for your citrus. Or if you if you got them in the ground and they're older trees, you use a slow-release fertilizer. 19.59, slow release furlough. So, anyway. All
2: right. We're going to take a break while we do. Give us a call, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer.
4: Exciting and...
2: You and, and welcome back to Milberger's Garden in South Texas. Jack Jones, and again, Al's paying tribute to January birthdays, musical January birthdays. You
3: say Elvis was born in January? He was
2: on the 8th. All right. He and Shirley Bassey. Did they? <laughs> I don't know if they knew each other. I wonder one. if they had a blowout in Memphis. I don't know if anybody's having blowouts <laughs> anymore.
3: They... Let's see, what I heard about the last, uh, the Rogers in Memphis. Oh, I hope not. Uh, messed around with Graceland. Oh, no. That was his home. Oh, no. Made everybody in Memphis
2: mad as hell. Okay. So they, uh,
3: they, they shouldn't have done that, Graceland.
2: 210-308-8867, 210 308 Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Toll free outside of San Antonio, like in Johnson City. Our I thought we blank blocked him. Then we block him. If your name is something other than Joe, <laughs> and you're in Johnson City, now we don't want to be calling, and getting calls from Johnson City Mo or Johnson City Flo. Although that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> Let's look. Yeah, we're, we're on to you, Joe. We know what you're trying to do.
3: Let's look over some things that uh, we should be doing in January at this time of the year. Okay. Uh, like uh, if if you have established trees and shrubs in your landscape that you're planning on moving, uh, you have about uh, a month, one more month, to get that job done. The sooner, the better. Dig dig them carefully, holding balls of soil in place around their roots as you do as you, as you dig them so uh, that's what Trace was talking about uh, they had them uh, they used to call it ball and burling but I guess they got them in containers now so uh, uh, they, they dig them and uh, put a plastic around that large root system because you don't want to bust the ball. Worst thing you can do is bust the ball, man.
2: On a great myrtle?
3: Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we talked about onion slips. Uh, and how how are your snap beans doing? Peas, I'm sorry. Snap peas and, and uh, uh, flowering peas.
4: Peas growing this you year. You used to do the
3: flowers. So.
4: Yeah. Just the... Uh, they're they uh, I don't have any uh... blooms. A lot of color color yet, but yeah. they're, they're they're buds coming.
3: Are they tall? Uh, they're on a, in a cage.
4: Uh, Some 12, 12 inches, some eighteen inches.
3: Oh, good. They usually don't flower until they have a longer stem, yeah.
4: right? They're they're very frustrating. Yeah, they'll. <laughs> sit, sit and stare at you and wait and wait and wait and then suddenly they both start blooming and then they're <laughs> go, they go crazy but you do oh, have you to rain. be patient
3: yeah I saw that uh, saw that situation on uh, on uh, uh,
2: English peas too all 308 And,
3: um, of course, we talked about uh, in Calvin's article today, uh, he mentioned the peach varieties, our selection that we have, and the vines. So uh, I imagine uh, we haven't mentioned blackberries to, to trace. I
2: Think yeah, I, you
3: talked about it last week a little bit. Never. I think I asked him, did he have Kiowa? and he said no. Uh, that, that they got everybody wants the thornless berry uh, since uh, they don't want to get stuck by the blackberries. I imagine I imagine that they would appreciate a thornless rose too, Milton, hmm. so they wouldn't get stuck by the rose thorns.
2: Is, that, there, is there a thornless rose?
3: Oh yeah. Okay. Greg uh, Greg Grant's working on oh, okay. trying to develop more. That uh, Greg Grant. But there's several thornless roses. And uh, but people still buy roses even with thorns. Probably still Some, buy blackberries. Sometimes the prettiest ones have have a lot of thorns. I'll say. Yeah. Uh, and p- time to also plant pecans. And uh, then Trey said they have mm-hmm. have some pecans in. And do you remember the variety he said? Uh, Pawnee. Pa- is one of- Pawnee. But, and that's a good one.
4: Yeah. Pawnee and uh,
3: Choctaw? Choctaw. Choctaw. Yeah. Those are two good ones. Ver- so choose varieties carefully, sticking with those types recommended by Texas A&M for your part of the state. Uh, and in pruning, it's time to prune uh, summer flowering and shrubs and vine, but do not top the crab myrtle. Guess who I got that from? Craig Grant. <laughs> well, that too. Uh, even, ever for any purported reason, there's no valid reason to do so. So, uh, <laughs> and then uh, it's time to it's time to start pruning your grapes. Uh, you want to remove 80 to 85 percent of their cane growth. There's information on pruning grapes and fruit trees on plantanswers.com under the. Uh, prune on, on, it's on the pruning the pruning index and uh, it talks about uh, and I think it, it shows diagrams of uh, pictures and how to do it
4: it is uh, interesting entertaining to watch the, <laughs> the, fir- the first time somebody prunes their grapes
3: yeah first time I pruned a grape in Tennessee <laughs> I was trying to follow the instructions and I thought I'd kill the thing. Hello? When you remove eighty to eighty five percent of the cane grow, that's a lot. Now you wanna leave
4: Oh, I'm on the radio show.
3: What you wanna leave is the uh, so you put a little all right put a little ribbon or tie on last year's wood, which is a, a redder. The wood is redder. The old wood is more of a grayish. So you can tell the the last year's wood which is uh colored uh, mostly red reddish and uh you, you mark those with ribbons the, the, the last year's wood all the way to the bottom to where they join back to the main plant and then after that's done after you get uh get those marked then you can cut off all the old wood that the greenwood is not attached to. Because <laughs> once you cut it off, it ain't coming back, brother. I mean, you can't put it back.
4: But the good news is that uh, peach tree grows so far.
3: And then fertilization, people don't think about fertilization in the winter. But we've talked about... Uh, Spinach fertilization today, and we've talked about uh, even the pansies and violas and other winter annuals uh, benefit by fertility periodically. Uh, they usually you use on established uh, ornamentals like that in the ground too, or in containers, the water soluble. Uh, high nitrogen plant food like uh <laughs> miracle grow that's that's the most common one i guess. uh twenty 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 peters twenty 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 and I think we sell both of those but uh if Trace if Trace was up here, I would say uh rapid Grow which is no longer yeah miracle grow uh, no uh a mere
4: acid mere acid yeah mere acid. that's the one, that's the one I like to use.
3: Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. And you can't, <laughs> you can't get too much acid. You say, well, I don't want to get too much acid in my plants. Well, you're not going get too much acid because the water itself is very alkaline, so it will neutralize that acid pretty quick. Um, and then those of you who are growing asparagus, we need to
4: talk with a. Well, and our soil is so buffered.
3: Here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, with uh, all nitrogen fertile spear growth, uh, or you can wait till uh, you harvest the spear. All, I don't think fertilizing dormant asparagus is going to make your spears any larger. That's a that's a function of root size and age. So uh, the main ty- ty- thing to to do with asparagus is fertilize it in uh, after you start after you quit harvesting, which is uh, late February, maybe. Uh, we start harvesting in February, depends on where you are. If you're in the hill country, you probably don't start until March, till soil warms up a little bit faster. And then on the houseplants, and uh, we got, let's see, we got those on sale of exotic houseplants from, uh, I think Trey said we'll get them from Florida and uh, in the greenhouse back there. But the ones that you're growing uh, and you got them in the house, you want to be on the lookout for whiteflies, mealybugs. Mealybugs are... Fur-covered aphids, what they are. Scales, uh, the stick, stick close to the main stems, and some are white and some are gray. Some are tan. Uh, but you want to want to watch for the scales and, of course, the spider mite, <coughs> turning your leaves a uh, color. Now. Those mealybugs, <laughs> I've i have had trouble with mealybugs, on, especially on uh, hibiscus. They're those little, like I said, furry a- aphids, uh, white furry aphids, and section, on a section of your plant that you can cut off. The best thing to do is to completely remove them. A lot of people with houseplants and they see mealybugs, uh, get a cotton swab and uh, dip, them, dip it in uh, alcohol and put an, alco- put an alcohol on the mealybugs, and that'll, that will usually takes care of them. Keeps, uh, keeps you off the street. Yeah. Now the white flies, <laughs> a little bit more troublesome to to uh, control and uh, probably, probably, yeah, I get you get the best rep- report get the re- best results for white insecticide or fertilizer that you put in in your uh, plants that you're growing inside and you want to watch scale for scale insects on hollies, euonymus Fruit trees, especially important on citrus. If you if you got a four to five year old citrus plant in San Antonio, chances are you've got scale on it. And uh, this this weather that we're having is perfect to apply horticultural oil. Now, um, there, there's a comment on here that. Uh, Crepe myrtle scale, which I've not seen a lot of, bond well to oil sprays. Never heard that before. They are treated with systemic insecticides in May. So uh, you might might want to try that uh, with. Uh, I guess that would if that works on crepe myrtles, uh, it might do some good on hollies and euonymus and. Well, you wouldn't want to put it the fruit trees, oaks and pecans and other shade trees. You might want to try a... So uh, oh, uh, those are some things that you need to be keeping a lookout for. For uh, January? Yeah. For January. Is that, is that January, someplace else, too? January and February, too. Okay. Uh, the... Uh, I didn't mention on the grapes if you if you have got a grape and you're gonna prune it uh the earlier you prune it uh the less bleeding you will have occur I mean people have never pruned before uh especially grapes uh get really upset when those plant when that uh, plant starts bleeding sap <laughs> and I mean it'll come out of there with drops or drippy faucet. And uh, the later you wait in the spring, the more that's going to occur. But it doesn't hurt the plant.
2: It just upsets people that's doing it. All right. Well, gentlemen, we've run out of time. No. It's true. Tell me no. All right. So we're going to wrap it up for today, but we're back here tomorrow. In fact, there's a lot of folks here at the nursery. So uh, I think it's supposed to be another pretty day tomorrow. So why don't you come out and visit with us at 1604. And Verdi wrote on behalf of the docs, thanks to Al for doing a great job with all the music and getting your calls on the air. And of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Blix.